From the Salvation Army, welcome to the Holiness Podcast with Lieutenant Colonel Vern Jewett. In this monthly Bible study, we'll be exploring God's gift of holiness, which is offered to every Christian. To download this month's study guide, visit us at salvationarmysoundcast.org holiness. Hi, this is Vern Jewett, and I want to welcome you to the Holiness Podcast. Uh, it's great that you're with us again this month, and uh, we're going to be studying about a very interesting topic and applying it to God's Word and the subject of holiness. The topic is uh, the family likeness. Now, I have preached or taught on this subject several times, and so far I have always been able to identify someone who was present in the room and looked like another family member. Now, it's not possible to do that with our congregation since I'm speaking to you by means of the radio, but I am confident it's just as true. Can you name someone in your family who resembles another family member, even yourself? <laughs> My experience tells me that almost all of you, if not all of you, can do that. Now, our text for this month is taken from Hebrews chapter 2, verse 11. And this is from the New, Amer New International Version. And it reads like this. Both the one who makes men holy and those who are made holy are of the same family. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers. I look like my father. That's okay. Uh, I don't mind that, and he didn't either. But my children look like their mother, and that is an answer to a lot of people's prayers. I was speaking several years ago in what, is, uh, what was at the time and may still be the largest Salvation Army church congregation in the world. It is Nairobi Central Corps in Nairobi, Kenya. And there were a couple of thousand Salvationists there for Sunday holiness meeting. And I was sharing about the family likeness, and I said to them, we live in different parts of the world, but people should be able to see the family likeness between you and me because we are brothers and sisters in Christ. You see, the family likeness is holiness. Let's look at that text again, Hebrews 2.11. You might have picked it up when I read it the first time. Both the one who makes men holy, that's Jesus, and those who are made holy, that's you and me, are of the same family. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers. I think it's pretty clear the family likeness is holiness. Now, I'm a Midwesterner by birth, but a Southerner by marriage and by conviction. Uh, President Dan Boone of Trevecca Nazarene University talks about this family resemblance, this genetic connection in terms 
I have observed a hundred times in my own life in the USA South. Listen to what he shares. She grabs the young boy and squeezes him breathless. It's the first time Aunt Florence has seen little Johnny. And she declares, my, my, if you're not the spitting image of your daddy. They stand around a casket, remembering the generations. One knew the deceased and his father and his grandfather. A deep south observation is made. He lies there today in the spitting image of his grandfather. Well, the use of the phrase spitting image carries the meaning of resemblance, likeness, even character reproduction. But where did the Southerners get this strange expression? Actually, it comes from a history of mispronunciation. The original phrase was spirit and image. Now, this is where Dr. Boone is much better than me at, at uh, portraying this mispronunciation. But it doesn't take too much tongue twisting or imagination to go from a southern spurt and image to spitten image. Now, the apostle John never knew USA Southerners nor their colloquialisms. But he did know about children who resembled, who resembled their parents in spirit and image. In 1 John 3, verses 4 to 10, he went so far as to distinguish between children of God and children of the devil. The children of God have renounced sin and do what is right. The children of the devil commit sin and do not love their brothers and sisters. On second thought, maybe John did know Southerners. He boldly declares to believers and sinners alike, my, my, if you're not the spirit and image of your father. Now, this is a great biblical truth, one that we've talked about before. It's characterized by a wonderful chorus we sing in the Salvation Army called To Be Like Jesus. Two wonderful Salvation Army officers began as captains, John Larson and John Gowans, who both became Salvation Army generals responsible for the worldwide ministry of the Salvation Army. But back as captains, they took their incredible gifts, John Larson's musical gifts and John Gowan's poetical gifts, and they prepared and produced Broadway-type musicals portraying the truths of the Bible and of Salvation Army history. And this chorus came out of one of the later musicals they produced. Here are the words. To be like Jesus, this hope possesses me in every thought and deed this is my aim, my creed, to be like Jesus. This hope possesses me. His spirit helping me, like him I'll be. Now that chorus is sung every Sunday around the world, 
and Salvation Army church uh, services. And it points to the truth of Christ-likeness. To be holy, you see, is to be transformed in character, in attitude, in behavior. There's another chorus I used to sing as a boy in the Salvation Army. Let the beauty of Jesus be seen in me, all his love, compassion, and purity. O thou Spirit divine, all my nature refine. Wow, there it is. All my nature refine. The wonderful biblical truth about holiness is that God gives us a new nature. Paul said in the letter to the Corinthians, you are a new creation. The old is gone. Everything is new. And that, that new creation, that, that new nature is to be like Jesus. It is Christ-likeness. That's a very powerful motif. In Romans chapter 8, verse 29, we are to be conformed to the likeness of his Son. And then in 2 Corinthians 3.18, we are being transformed into his likeness with ever-increasing glory. Yes, it's true. The process of holiness brings us into a likeness of Christ, both in our attitudes and our spirit as well as in our behavior. We are image bearers of Jesus. Well, how does that family resemblance look to others? How do we look like Jesus? Well, we're going to take a couple of examples that I've already mentioned. I believe two of the ways, the most important ways, are in our attitude and in our behavior. In our attitude, we are called to serve others in the name of Christ, just as Jesus served others. You can't talk about attitude without immediately having come to your mind Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, which tells us that our attitude should be that of Christ Jesus, who made himself nothing and took on the nature of a servant. Our attitude should reflect that attitude of Jesus. In Matthew 20, 28, the words of Jesus were, the Son of Man, speaking of himself, came not to be served, but to serve. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16, describes what that Attitude looks like in everyday living. Be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. Our attitude, our spirit, should exude the servant attitude and spirit of Jesus. Now, this is not a new idea or a new truth. To say that we want to be like Jesus is probably something if you've attended church that you have heard before, it is simple, but it's not simplistic. It is straightforward and understandable, 
But at the same time, it is incredibly profound. So to bear the family likeness means that our attitude, our spirit is transformed from the inside out by the power of the Holy Spirit. Secondly, our behavior. Many people ask the question, and we've explored down through uh, these months of podcasts, how is holiness possible? The theological answer is that holiness is possible because of the shed blood of Jesus Christ. It is the power of that shed blood of Christ that not only saves us, but sanctifies us and makes holiness possible. And it's addressed by Paul in that well-known teaching on the fruit of the Spirit. What does our behavior look like when we bear the family likeness? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Well, there's another part of that key teaching about our change in attitude and change in behavior, and that is that God commands it very directly in Scripture. And the great truth underlying it is that God, the Holy Spirit, is ready and prepared to do it, to make that change in our lives. In Scripture, when we are given a command, there is always implicit within that command a promise. Because God doesn't tell us to do things he will not enable us to do. So when Peter, in 1 Peter 1.15, says, but just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do, for it is written, be holy for I am holy. When Peter says that, he is giving us the promise that God the Holy Spirit is able and ready to make us holy in all we do. Likewise, the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 7.1, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting, probably better to use the word completing, holiness out of reverence for God. Now, it's a great thing that the family likeness brings along with it the spiritual power the power of love, which allows us to be changed and transformed. The family likeness includes the power to be like Jesus. We sing the chorus, this is the air I breathe, your holy presence living in me. And we are called to be a new humanity. And along with the power of God's Spirit is the power to love inclusively, to break down human barriers, and to be changed by the power of God, the Holy Spirit, from the inside out. So both our attitude 
and our behavior can be changed so that we can live lives that mirror the life and love of Jesus. That's the family likeness. So that brings us to make some concluding thoughts on this study today. When we talk about the spitting image of Jesus, can that really happen? Can people observing your daily living, your attitudes, your behavior, recognize the family likeness, the spirit and life of Jesus in you? Is that possible? Well, the answer is yes. Yes, through Jesus, the destructive deeds can be forgiven. Yes, through Jesus and the Holy Spirit, the prideful selfishness can be cleansed. Yes, through Jesus, the sincere desire to live in favor with God and humanity can rule in our hearts. Yes, through Jesus, rebellion can cease and the kingdom of God can come. The question for us is, does that describe how we live? Are we like Jesus in our behavior and our attitudes? Or are we more like the world around us so that we are more blended in and maybe more easily accepted? How do we develop the family likeness? It has to be conscious. What are you doing consciously to become more like Jesus? Do you pray routinely, regularly? Do you read your Bible and listen to God? I would ask myself, do I avoid the things that would not please him? And what about our relationships? Do our friends help us or hinder us in being like Jesus? in bearing the family likeness. I want to share those words of that chorus again as we bring this study to a close. To be like Jesus, this hope possesses me. In every thought and deed, this is my aim, my creed. And there it is. There's the attitude. There's the behavior. In every thought and deed, this is my aim, my creed. To be like Jesus, this hope possesses me. And now here's the key to it all. His Spirit helping me. Like Him, I'll be. So the lesson for this month is Christ-likeness, being like Jesus, is the family resemblance of the children of God, and it is holiness. And I have to think that Aunt Florence will be there saying, as she looks at us, my, my, this child is just like his father. May it be so in our lives. Well, I hope you've enjoyed that study and a 
fresh look at holiness through a different lens. We invite you to join us each month, and you can receive the study notes by uh, simply requesting and following the instructions on the podcast. Look forward to being with you next month, and may God bless you and us with his presence and the power to live like Jesus. Goodbye, and we'll see you next month. Thanks so much for listening, and we'd love to hear from you. Share your thoughts, questions, or prayer requests. Visit us at SalvationArmySoundcast.org slash holiness. And if you're enjoying this Bible study, share it with a friend. They can subscribe wherever they get their podcasts. Thank you.